What's up, everyone? Welcome back to For All I Know. Um, I am really excited because we have a very special guest with us today. It is Miss Olivia Wongi herself. Um, I am so excited. We're going to be talking about imposter syndrome. And we wanted to talk about this because, one, we both kind of have our own experiences with it. But we know that there's a lot of people, um, a lot of you guys who also experience um, imposter syndrome, rather that's academically, um, work-related, socially, um, all the things. And so we kind of just want to to talk about it and have a conversation about it. Um, and so, yeah, I'm so excited. And without further ado, let's get into the episode. Okay, Miss Olivia Mwangi. This, this is so nice having an actual like guest on the podcast now. I'm I so know. excited. I'm your first guest. <laughs> Even though it took us like an hour. An hour? <laughs> It took us a whole hour to figure out how to use this system. Whole entire time, was, I don't know what's going on, so I'm just sitting here on Bumble swiping, and she's like trying to making talk to noises, people. and I'm just like asking so many people, like, "How do I do this? How do I do that?" But anyway, but you got it. We we got it, and we're you here, and I'm so glad to have you on the podcast. So for all of you guys who don't know, which some of you probably want like won't know, but Olivia is one of my great friends. We met what freshman year. Yeah. We met freshman year. We were sweet mates. We were going to be roommates at one point. We were. But then I'm a messy person. And Brie was like, I don't know. And I was we like, that's all right. We became RAs. That's, we became we RAs. Became RAs. Yes. yes. But I do think it was a good call, though. Yeah, we did not. Yeah, we would have been at each other's throats. <laughs> yeah. You waking up. No, you going to bed late. late. Me having our entire room a mess. It would have been horrible. It would have been horrible. And then you also, like, at that point in time, you liked, like, like I like the cold. And you like oh my like warmer oh things. I would have froze her to death. So yeah, hold on. Let me tell this story first of all. <laughs> I got the COVID vaccine. I remember it was April first, twenty twenty one, and that's not my. That was not my problem. No, you were in listen, my room. Listen, I had like shivering symptoms. I was cold one minute, hot the next minute. And she had a blanket. And I had a blanket on. Yeah, and did. everybody was hanging out in Bree's room. And I was like, mm, I'm about to go turn up in Bree's room. And next thing you know, I'm like shaking my butt <laughs> off. I'm like, Bree, it's so cold in here. Help me. Everybody else is fine. I'm just having like vaccine like, symptoms or whatever. And she's like, no, I'm not going to make the room warmer. And I was like, what the? I turned it to 86. I literally turned it to 86. Could have been room. higher. And she had a freaking blanket. I was like, girl, you have a full room that's yours. <laughs> Go to that. I remember calling my mom and they were like, take that blanket off her. I'm like, girl, like you, I'm not about to be sweating in hot sweats because you want to go. Anyway, that has nothing to do with Never anything. felt a betrayal like but, that. <laughs> but we are now juniors, which is crazy. Juniors about to go into senior year. <laughs> and real quick, before we get into everything, Olivia, what has your how has your college experience been thus far? Like how would you hmm. how would you sum up your college experience? Sum it up. Overall, I'm grateful for the experience. Like mm -hmm. I've learned a lot. Mm -hmm. But like with the highs, there've been lows. Mm. Like I Girl, ooh, it's bad. Girl, it's really bad. Tell um, me tell me about it. <laughs> I will amen that one in a heartbeat. No, literally. Like, <laughs> don't get me wrong. Like, I very much, like, love the topics I'm learning. Yeah. Love my research job. Like, I do the things I do because I love it. Mm -hmm. But then there's some days where it's kind of just like, mm, why am I in college? Mm. Like, stuff I'm doing now, I like, there are multiple people doing, like, not necessarily jobs I want to do, but there are multiple people who are, like, successful and they don't have a college degree. And I'm mm. like, that could be me. Then I think mm. about my mom beating me up. That, yeah. <laughs> it comes down to it that Mama Jane don't play no games. She don't, Jane does not play any games. Like, Yo. that's why my butt is still in school. I'm screaming. No, honestly, though, I feel that because, like, I feel like UNC gave us such a great opportunity to get education. Yeah. But at the same time, I feel like there's been so many days where I'm just like, yo, like, the, like I don't want to do this. <laughs> like I literally don't want to do this. And I think I honestly feel like it was just because I was extremely overwhelmed a lot of the time. Like I felt like I was supposed to do this. I like I had to get into yeah. this club. I had to like do all these things to kind of fulfill um 
like fulfill the like the gratitude or like be grateful that I have you know this education and I am grateful I'm very very grateful but I feel like that literally set me up to just feel like I had to do everything and just like get so easily overwhelmed by everything yeah it's been hard like college has been a very very different experience for me I feel like high school from high school to college literally I'm telling you I thought I cried a lot in high school (laughs) Really? I thought I cried a lot in high school. College has different ballpark. College has seen some years for me, but what what was your like high school to college transition like? Like how was that? I don't know. Like in high school, I was definitely more of like, you know, the type A personality, super Mm. competitive. Like I'm gonna do this, this and that. I can definitely see that. Like (laughs) I I did not play. Like I was going to bed at like two AM, waking up at six AM sleeping like you know four hours a night just so i could like get all Mm. my homework done because i was in so many ap classes i was Mm. doing classes at community college at the same time yeah i was like president of this big academy at my school like i was getting volunteer hours at a hospital like Mm. it was crazy it was intense it's intense high school is intense and like as horrible as like covid was like it gave us a break or it gave like me a break because i kind of like it forced you to slow down literally once like march hit and I remember it was we were going into spring break and we didn't know if like we were coming back from it or not. Mm. In the back of my mind, I was like, mm, it'd be kind of nice if we would, like got like an extra week or two and then turn into the rest <laughs> of the semester. <laughs> I was turning up in my room, Brie. I don't think you understand. Tell it me was- why I said the same thing. <laughs> I said, ooh, nice little vacation. No, right before literally, break. that I vacation like, led all the way into my first semester of college. So um, no, but I remember like, after spring break and after hearing that like yeah we're moving things to online and like schools didn't Mm. know how to function with classes being online Mm. i kind of like use that as an excuse to like all right i'm done let's call it quits like i remember like that year i didn't even take like a good bit of like my ap exams because like Mm. i looked into it and i was like with unc like i'm not going to gain anything out of these out of taking it out of taking it because like a they either counted as like some gen ed that i was already getting from community Mm. college or like I hadn't studied enough and I knew I wasn't going to get the score I needed to get. So I was like, why bother? It was bother? hard to study during quarantine. No, literally. I just went to sleep. Literally. Um, and then it kind of like, I don't know, having that break kind of like was really nice in the fact that like I also wanted the break to continue into college. Mm-hmm. Like, again, like with COVID like still happening within like our first year of college, like I wasn't able to do like a lot of the extracurriculars I wanted to do. Cause again, mm. people were like still trying, people were still trying to like function like with being online and everything. And then mm. you can't necessarily volunteer at a hospital while a global pandemic is happening. Yeah. So it was like, you have very limited, like opportunities. very limited opportunities. Yeah. So like, I kind of took that as an accuse of like, oh, I'm not really going to join anything. Like mm. sure. I put my name on a couple of listservs, but I wasn't like mm. eager or like, tempted even to like want to like stay into the club or whatever yeah. like i remember i still get emails from like the boxing club because i really thought i <laughs> thought i was gonna get into that but i was like oh. i could see you boxing <laughs> don't, don't do that don't do that um I'm joking. no but like i took a step back um did pretty much nothing but classes i remember mm. i joined a research lab but then they gave me the option of like going online if i wasn't comfortable coming in mm. person and best believe i was like I'm gonna do it online (laughs) and it kind of led to me like not even doing like as much as like they expected me to do because Mm. I was kind of just like in that still weird state of limbo ever since like March 2020 where I just didn't want to do anything yeah and I feel like that's slowly like transitioning with me like being like pre-med or pre-pa however way that's gonna go like Mm. now I'm like okay I need to like get myself into some extracurriculars I need to like Mm. do this I gotta get my groove back from before like the pandemic it's like I'm back to volunteering at the hospital like I'm doing research more than I did like my first year and like Mm. I started joining like clubs that I'm actually like passionate about yeah so now it's kind of like I'm still the same as I was before the pandemic but it's kind of at the same time like I'm doing things with like a purpose you know what Mm. I mean like sure like the mm, research yeah. opportunities the volunteering at the hospital that's all to like look good on a resume but then like i'm also in like the crocheting club which is kind of like a thing for yeah. me you know like something like to do on the side something good for your soul like so something true. that like feeds your soul like i people i feel like people don't realize how important it is to do things that you genuinely feel like connected to or passionate about because this school like I don't get me wrong I love UNC mm. um but 
<laughs> not us laughing I'm just saying I love UNC people are gonna think I we're do. like we no. hate this school no, no. we genuinely we love genuinely UNC. love UNC but like again like we're full students so we know that you know like there's the U- UNC is not perfect. No university no. is perfect. Um, there's ups and downs. We've seen a lot of the downs, but we have seen a lot of the ups as well. Yeah. But like, I feel like people don't realize how much it, like it matters to pursue things that you're passionate about. Because I feel like we're getting into like our topic and everything about imposter syndrome. I feel like a lot of times when we experience imposter syndrome, imposter syndrome, it feels like we're doing things outside of us, outside of who we are. And I'm like, if it makes it so hard to to do life and do it content with like contentment if you're like you don't really know what you're passionate about you don't really know like who you like like what holds you what grounds you you know like i don't know like going into that i wanted to ask you so like what was your experience with imposter syndrome like it could be like you know from back in the day day or it could be like as recent as yesterday (laughs) but like what was your what was your experience like um fair warning everybody i may or may not start crying <laughs> tears are welcome on this no, podcast literally, i told Bree in advance i was like this topic might make me break down and she brought me like a cute little container of tissues and i'm like it hit me and we haven't Come even on been the recording Kleenex. for like five minutes um okay so with imposter syndrome um i kind of i didn't feel it at all in high school because i don't know like classes in high school they came easy to me ap classes were kind mm-hmm. of breezy um and i'm not gonna lie in high school i felt like i was the shit you know mm. like i was doing this this and that president of this this and that like doing all of these things and i was like yeah i'm definitely up there um i graduated with like the little like what is it called like the different cum laude's ribbons and like the, all um, the like ropes cords? and stuff yeah like the cords and yeah. stuff like i had a bunch of those and i was like yeah got into like a very good university very proud of that mm. so like i never like really felt imposter syndrome um mm during high school and i guess in my first year of college like i wasn't exposed to a good amount of people to also like continue to feel that because the thing is Mm. is like during college or like during like our first year we were in an eight-person suite but it was just the four of us and love you guys to death but we didn't really interact outside of our suite as much as like we are now Mm -hmm. um so we didn't like like I personally didn't have like a lot of friends outside of you guys. Mm. So with all of us being like in similar classes, like I remember like with Penelope and Allison, like we were all in Chem 102 together and we would all like get 60s together on the exams <laughs> and we would all cry together. Yo. So like- <laughs> Wait, can I tell them this real quick? Go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> Yo, I was, sorry, this is not like a funny moment, <laughs> but this is funny. So there was this one time where we were in our suite and we were all taking our chem exams on online and I was taking my chem 101 exam. They were taking their chem 102 because they took chem before the semester before me. And I walked, I felt pretty good about my chem 101 exam. (laughs) (laughs) I walk walk out of my room to three girls crying in the hallway. We were sobbing our eyes out. I literally, like, I literally had to like put on my my um comfort <laughs> brie, like what's it called? I was like, okay, like because I know that that was like a big exam for them. So I was like, you know what? We're going to we're going to take care of them and we're going to support them. But I was like, that was that was a. It's the way that this happened for all three midterms. Like <laughs> for all three, we, we, were we would not meet in the hallway. About we, these. we would meet in the hallway. But sorry, I didn't mean to distract um, <laughs> no, you. It's, it's funny to think about it now in the heat of the moment. Like, I was, it was not okay. It was not okay. But the thing is, it's like, during that time, I also, like, I didn't feel imposter syndrome because, like, I wasn't surrounded with a lot of friends, but the few friends I had, and, like, as horrible as it is to say this, is, like, we were all failing together. And I was like, period. <laughs> like, it's not just me. Oh, they're going to listen to this and bust out laughing. Um, no, but I was like, it's not just me. Like, it was, like, in a human moment, like, I was not feeling imposter syndrome at all because mm-hmm. it wasn't me. Like, we were all failing together. Mm. And then, you know, the pandemic didn't necessarily die down, but, like, people like, no, yeah. casually stopped caring about it. So campus was open back up. Yeah. I was, like, meeting lots of different people, um, a lot of other pre-meds. And then that's when it slowly started to, like, creep up in the back of my mind. Mm. Because, like, again, like, I learned how to study better, how to do better on, on, like, on exams. But I wasn't getting, like, straight up, like, 
90s every single time you know mm. so like on the occasion that i do get like another 60 or 70 again like sure i'll be like heartbroken about it but then if i talk to another friend and they're like oh yeah that exam was like easy oh yeah i got like a 96 on it then that's mm. when like it would start to creep up in the back of my mm. mind it's like okay why am i like still doing like like why am i still a mediocre student mm. if like there are other people here taking the exact same classes as me and like doing like exceptionally well on them yeah. um yeah well okay yeah i think I think you're bringing up a good point because it feels like what you're saying is that like when this imposter syndrome started creeping up, creeping up on you, it came from like these thoughts of comparison no, or, literally. Like, or like comparing like your status as a student to like to other um, students. I yeah. agree. Oh, yeah. OK. So I was like, I felt like because I feel like that's also one of the big things that we do here at school, like at the university because it's so things get so competitive we have like even different like schools or like there's like the business school where you literally have yeah. to apply to get in or like the public health school or like the specific majors where you're like constantly competing mm -hmm. with people to like get in specific spots and sometimes even though like we do so much or that you do so much or like all the things you did in high school like all your accomplishments and things like that like even though we've done so much and conquered so much it still feels like when you get to this point and you like you compare yourself to what someone else is like oh okay but my my doing a lot does not look like theirs or like it didn't like like look like theirs and i feel like that's like it's it feels so bad because like you know like dang like even though you have gone through and gone through so much it's like it kind of just strips like comparing and and imposter kind of just like strips all of that away you know yeah. in a way i don't know but I don't know. Yeah. Sorry, I won't let you continue. No, you're you're saying like <laughs> everything that I'm thinking right now. Mm. Um, again, like with like the whole comparison thing, like it didn't just like stop at grades. You know mm. what I mean? Like I remember, um, I think it was last summer, like the summer before, like I was taking physics over the summer. Mm. By the way, this is the first ever physics class I've ever taken in my life. <laughs> I didn't even take it in high school, and here I was, and I was like, yeah, I'll take it in a month and two weeks. Like I. I, I don't know what was wrong with me, but like we, we did well in it. But I remember like right. I was so focused on just physics, physics, physics. I have to get a good grade on physics. And I remember there were other studying students. Studying every day. No, for real. Yeah, literally. <laughs> I was there. I was literally there. It was like, you want to hang out? I was like, nah, I got physics homework. <laughs> um, <laughs> but no, there were other students in my class because like physics is like a pre-med requirement. So of mm. course, like there are going to be other pre-meds in it. And I remember they were like, oh, yeah, you know, I got to go to my research job. Oh, yeah. Like, I got to go volunteer at the hospital as we were like in physics. And I was like, oh, oh, oh y'all got time for that. Y'all got time. Y'all confident that? enough to get time for that. Like, it was crazy because I was no, like yeah. solely focused on this class that was kind of mm -hmm. like beating me up. And they were like, yeah, I'll just study for that later. Like, oh, I just got to go do this one quick thing. I was like, crap, should I? be doing that also like yeah. i don't know it's like a feeling of like okay i was only taking a class during this one summer i should be like getting straight a's in that class but then you have mm. other people who are also getting straight a's but then they have like other things on top of that with their life and i'm like mm. Mm. like i'm not standing out in any way what like if i can't mm. handle like all of the things that they are able to handle like why am i here mm. you know? are you talking about like academics as well and like in that yeah like with the outside stuff with the outside stuff too and i think like that's like a big reason as to like why i'm in a lot of like the extracurriculars that i do like mm. for example with like research um learned this after three years but like i'm not passionate about research at all and that's mm. i've learned that like, that's perfectly fine yeah talked to a lot of advisors and they were like if like a lot of pre-med advisors and they were like if you don't like research don't do it like mm. genuinely we don't care and mm. i was like oh wish i learned this yeah. three years ago <laughs> um Come. but yeah and then i don't know like for example also volunteering at the hospital mm. it's not like beneficial to me in any way because like i'm not learning from my position at all like i mm. don't feel like the need to go every week because mm. like i'm like i'm not gaining anything from it like they don't have anything for me to do it's just like another thing to tack on to my resume that yeah. looks good you know what i mean yeah. so alongside mm. with imposter syndrome like trying to like make sure that like i fit into the bubble of like other pre-meds and all mm. that they're doing i'm starting to be like okay i'm not passionate about like all these extracurriculars that everyone's got tackled on and on top of like being in all of these things now like my grades are dropping you know what mm. i mean so it's mm. kind of like okay i can't keep up with all these things because my grades are failing but then i'm not passionate about the things that everybody else is doing mm. so like why am i here mm. 
Mm. Ooh, that's Ooh. a that's a good girl. That's a good point because I feel I be like spitting facts. She be spitting facts though. Like I, while you were saying that, it literally like feels like imposter syndrome. Just like I said, it strips things away, but it also like it also takes away from things like your. It makes you do things that you're not really passionate about, just in hopes of getting to some place that no, that doesn't like fit you or there's not not even in your like your your purpose or what you're supposed to do you know what i mean like i real quick i'm gonna give us like um a little background on imposter syndrome because i know we kind of just dived into it and some people might not know exactly what it is um and what it entails and so but i know we kind of we always talk about it so it's a thing that's um that's the word is used a lot but as far as like actually like knowing exactly what it is and then also knowing some type like some of the the symptoms that can come with it like it's actually like it's a whole thing and i feel like people don't realize how big of a thing it actually is and so i got nervous when you said symptoms no don't, like, it's the just medical like brain in me was like now hold on <laughs> what no, I symptoms know. you got <laughs> Well, let's say the effects. Okay, it, on, okay. Online, it said symptoms, but I we'll got, say like the effects. I got nervous. So it says that imposter syndrome is the e- internal psychological experience of feeling like a phony in some area of your life, mm-hmm. despite any success that you have achieved in that area. So what? Pause. I feel like we are like we we kind of well, I kind of touched on that, but like how how would you respond to that? Like, what's I don't your no? Like with imposter syndrome, it kind of like feels like you don't have any success successes you know what mm. i mean like it's like you see like all these other people like excelling in the things you're doing and yeah like mm-hmm. in like other people's mind like it may seem like you're actually excelling in it like you're doing this this and that mm-hmm. but like nobody really knows what's going on internally yeah like i'm doing all of these things like for example my research like i've written a 10 page paper about my research i mm-hmm. have like a whole poster that's like 99.9 percent done mm-hmm. and i still feel like i know like nothing about it like i still yeah. feel like being surrounded by like everyone who has like PhDs and they're like well-renowned people in like the arthritis yeah. world. Like I'm she has a like- lot of social connections, y'all. <laughs> this girl <laughs> know a lot of people. <laughs> I'm just gonna say that. Wait, do I continue? Without context, it sounds like I'm in a mob. Ooh, she knows a lot of people. This girl, um, she know people. I know people on people. Um, no, but it feels like because they've had like all this background and like they've mm. actually like been in school for it they obviously like know way more than i do but like mm. when you're constantly surrounded by people like that it's kind of like it's kind of easy to second guess yourself and be like mm. do i know what i'm talking about like mm. i have like a whole symposium coming in 2 weeks where like my post is going to be printed and i'm going to have to like present it in front of like all of like my colleagues and my peers and i'm like which is y'all like that's a scary big, that's it's scary but like that's a big deal y'all like that is a a humongous big deal because that takes a lot of like like again like the social networking in in that but then also getting up to where you are in research where you get to like present a whole entire poster on that like that's such a great big accomplishment that one i was like i was i was and am so proud of you for that and so like a lot of them even when like you said you wanted to like talk about this i was like Mm, yeah mm-hmm. let's talk about this because i i feel like i've even experienced you like doubt yourself or doubt like everything that you've done because it just didn't look like a certain thing yeah you know you know what i'm saying and i was just like i used to all like dang like this i've never like i've never like met someone who literally is like so like like on top of the thing is it on top of things is not even the like phrase to use it's like like constantly trying to do something or constantly trying to like find new things to get into or things like that or it's just like i like there if there's one person who is going to push me to do something that i'm uncomfortable with, it is going to be miss olivia Mwangi. so it's just like all these different things that i'm like man like imposter syndrome like like i would i would in my mind would be like girl how but then it would <laughs> it would make it would make sense because like in the society we live in and in like the culture of like campus and stuff that we live in it's like if you're not doing what the other person quote unquote is the like doing that's the right thing then it like it looks like you're doing the wrong thing and like i feel like part of that has to do with like like what are we like truly valuing in our lives like what do we value and what do we see as great or see as success you know what i mean yeah because like there's a lot of people who out here who are like doing all the things like they're probably going to be set up for the rest of their lives. They're probably like have a job already or do like have such and such years of research and such and such years of interning. They do this and that and that. But when they go home, 
they're crying because they're depressed or they're like have extreme anxiety or like they have things going on in their personal life that literally has like brought them to like a breaking point or something and i'm just like we like we see them we're like oh they're doing great like we, what's it called and then we doubt our own success because we see them doing great and we see them doing great like doing good things but it's just like but we go home and we have content yeah we have ha we have friends we have people that support us some people don't have that and a lot of people don't have that and a lot of people hide that hide the fact that they don't have that and so it's just like i, I don't know like this whole i feel like a lot of it just has to do with like looking at what we see from the outside surface and then like also like looking at like what we value and what we consider success you know because college teaches you that you like what college teaches you you need to get a degree so you can get a job and and do something with it well like they don't like sometimes they, it doesn't really necessarily teach you how to you know be a good friend or how to be a good um i don't know like a good student or a good um class member or whatever it doesn't teach you how to be a good person yeah. or have like full contentment sometimes it's, and i feel like that just kind of testifies like you know like if we're all going after this one big academic goal or this like this one big like oh i'm trying to get a job and yada 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 like if we're all going after this somebody is bound to feel like they're not doing enough you know because some people like some people don't need to be out here doing all that in the third because that's not what they're supposed to be doing but then again like we feel like we have to i don't know i'm talking i'm talking a lot but like what what are you what are your thoughts um yeah the whole entire time brew is talking i mm -hmm. timed this it's been 15 minutes since we started and i'm already sobbing like we was looking <laughs> it's at been me 26 we <laughs> <laughs> has been like staring at me she's she was like speaking like all her thoughts and i'm over here like trying to dab my eyes because i'm like oh crap here we go like <laughs> i'm surprised i haven't started to be no, honest <laughs> the thing is i was i was expecting this if like not sooner because i'm so freaking sensitive and I'm Me the too. one who like chose imposter syndrome and I was like, oh by the way, bring tissues because you're, I already know what's about to happen. You're emotionally intelligent, not not what's it called. That's it's okay. That is literally okay. I love I love that. I don't know. Okay. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Like the only thing I can think of now is like freaking I love UNC. Love the campus. Love the people in it. Mm. Not always. Um with being like <laughs> That's I, bound to happen. Like yeah. pre anything, like pre health, pre business, like Mm. you are surrounded by like people who have like similar goals as you because of like the classes that you're taking obviously yeah so it's like majority of my friends right now they are pre-health whether that's like medicine pa school dental school because we have to take the same classes mm -hmm. and as much as like a lot of my friends you know like we study together we struggle together mm -hmm. i'm friends with like the few that are like everything comes so easy to them. Like, I don't know what's going on with them. Or it like, looks like it comes easy Behind closed doors yeah. or internally. But like, they're always out partying. They're always like playing video games, doing this and that. Like, like, I don't know if like they're studying or not, but they'll pull up, show up, and they'll get like 100 on an exam. And I'm like, okay, well, while you were busy, like out and about, like I was studying like for 10 hours on Saturday mm -hmm. and the best I could pull out of my butt was a 76. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of like, I get it. Like I get like I'm successful in like certain ways, but the w those ways that like, I kind of like see that I'm successful in like, are because that I see that I'm like not sufficient in other ways, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Like again, with like mm -hmm. academic, it feels like, I'm making up for it. You know what I mean? Because mm -hmm. like with some of my friends who have like straight A's and like every single thing, like a lot of them don't have like a lot of extracurriculars because they know that their grades like are gonna like they're gonna showcase. Like they're gonna be like, oh, they're mm -hmm. like literally med schools are going to love them for their high GPAs. Mm -hmm. And for me, it's like I'm not gonna say my GPA, but um, <laughs> me neither. <laughs> <laughs> this ain't the place for that. This ain't not the place. Uh, uh, not for everybody here. <laughs> uh, but it's like I don't have a 4.0, and so I need to like in my mind, I need to make up for it in other mm. ways, like with research, volunteering, doing this, this, and that. So it's kind of like I don't know, I don't know, and like you guys are seeing me in like ways that are like. I guess quote unquote successful because like mm. those are like the ways that I'm like eager to show, you know? Yeah. Like I'm not eager to show you guys like my transcript or like show mm. you like all the ways that I'm succeeding academic wise because like for like the few A's that I get, they're like B's and B pluses, like that I'm not like a hundred percent like 
ready to showcase the world you know what i mean but yeah it's kind of just like i'm just showing you guys what like i want you guys to see like i'm mm. like it's not necessarily like being fake but it can seem like i'm being fake because i'm mm. only showing you guys like the su successful parts of me that makes sense mm. like with the whole research symposium thing like i'm inviting my parents i'm inviting my peers because mm. i'm like look what i did mm. but then it's kind of like if i fail like an exam or if like i'm on the verge of failing a class i sure is like heck i'm not telling anybody about that you know mm. so i don't know i don't know i feel like like there's a great thing about sharing the process of things that you're going through yeah. but it's also really hard to do that sometimes because it's like okay you're opening yourself up to be judged or to no, be literally. like to be looked at or to be like side-eyed and things and i feel like i kind of I feel like I experienced this myself. Like I used to be, oh, we're going there. Okay. Ooh, I where used are we going? To... <laughs> <laughs> where are we going? I used to feel very, oh, well. Okay, so we know how we said like all of like, at one point, all of our friend group, like it was me, Allison, Penelope, and you. And we like, everyone was like doing chemistry and things like that and, yeah. and what's not. I truly used to feel so dumb around you guys um, because Bro, we were one... failing every exam together. <laughs> no, like they like I don't know. I used to feel like see, this is why imposter syndrome is 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 this is why we need to talk about it because yeah. there was I used to feel like an imposter around y'all. Like I like I was talking about doing like pre med or or doing things like that or like doing these chemistry classes and whatnot. And I knew I knew my heart was not in that. Like yeah. I I was lying to myself for so long because I wanted to be this. I wanted to have this level of success that everyone I saw everyone else in my life trying to achieve as well. And I was like, I, I truly felt like an imposter around my own friends. And it was, it was at one point, it it got to a point to where I was, I didn't, y'all didn't even know, but like I was, y'all were in my room. Y'all were in my room. We were all sitting in there and I was lying in like the second bed um, area that I had. Mm -hmm. And I put the, like, put my head to a space where like you couldn't see me, but I was like crying because I was so intensely bothered by this fact that I felt like an imposter around like, around everyone and I remember I was like this I'm just gonna have to suck it up and deal with it because like I'm just gonna have to find out how to like get to this level of success so that I can relate to my friends or like I can like talk to my friends about oh the like this certain thing and that like I went through a really really dark spot right there and I was like I was gonna ask you too about how mentally how you felt while you were feeling like like these things because i know for me mentally i felt very like i'm not gonna say fully depressed but like it was like there were a lot of depressive symptoms like i just wanted to be alone most of the time i wanted to shut my door i wanted to like kind of just block out the world and i feel like i do that a lot sometimes when i'm like going through like things but i was like i can't deal with everyone else's like like talking about certain things or just talking about like their like hopes and dreams and and then I'm like also trying to process things that are going on in my personal life it, like and it was like I like I just want to isolate like I like I just want to isolate and at some point I had to be like like no like I I had to literally learn how to open myself back up to y'all in a way mm -hmm. because like part of me shut down because of because of this very thing and i just thought like i am so glad that you requested like that we talk about this because i genuinely didn't like i don't think i would be where i am like even doing this podcast i would never have done this back in the day like even before starting this podcast y'all i'm telling you i like i experienced the worst <laughs> like not the worst but like like some pretty bad imposter syndrome even with that because i was like okay who wants to sit here and listen to me talk or listen I to do. me like mm -hmm, thank you <laughs> like who's like who's wants to sit here and like listen to that or like you know um am i even qualified enough to be like doing yeah. this and i think like it all goes back to that question of like Val value like what do we value like how like how do we value the like our um what we're doing like how how do we value the things that we've accomplished and what does that value look like and for me like i didn't know that 
and I didn't know what my value was. And so I felt super, super like just anxious, not depressed, but sort of there. Um, and just sad. I just felt very, very sad a lot of times. Um, but no, yeah, this is the first time I've ever told total of you this. So she no, looks like, very confused right now. <laughs> a lot, I'm making a lot of faces right now because I'm like, whoa. Because the thing, I don't think you guys understand. Like mm-hmm. in our suite, Bree's room was the hangout room. We wake mm-hmm. up, I waddle on over next door to Breeze, and I just sit there, bother the heck out of her. And then later <laughs> on that night, I waddle on out and go to my room to sleep. Like, <laughs> ow! <laughs> she just hit her head with the microphone. Oh, um, but so the thing serious. is, is like. We didn't know that like you wanted time alone or that you were like feeling this like these things because like mm. in my mind I was like period we're all failing together like <laughs> I found my people and mm. then you know we'd all just hang out in your room you guys would watch like some K-pop dance group in the corner mm-hmm. and I'd watch my own show in one of your beds like it's just it's so wild to think about like exactly like how you were feeling because like from the mm. outside point of view it's like you were the hap- you and Allison were the happiest out of the four of us. I'm not gonna lie. Oh wow. Like that's how I see it in my eyes. Cause like Penelope was also going through her pre-med struggles and after like mm. freaking Chem 102, um, <laughs> she dropped it. And yeah. like like she didn't drop Chem 102, she dropped like pre-med overall. And mm. like in my eyes, I was like, okay, Penelope and I are like the ones like struggling with like this internal battle of like, mm. are we gonna keep going or not? Like, are we gonna yeah. like take all these chemistry classes and stick to our majors, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And in my eyes, like, you you were just always happy. I was like, <laughs> it's crazy, Bree. Like, this is so crazy to think about. See, but I think that's the like that's the thing about all of this. It's so crazy because you never really know. Like, you never yeah. truly know. And I'm like, part of me, like, I used to I I feel like I used to always be that kid that if if whenever I was going through something or whenever I was experiencing something, I would like separate, like dissociate myself in a way and so like you like you said before like you you show people what you wanted them to see and emotionally like I feel like there's been some like of course like there's been some tears definitely that that y'all saw but like the big like the big big moments where like I feel like I was like experiencing it the most were the times I felt like I was at the most like like okay, right? We're gonna put on our good girl face, and we're gonna like pretend like things are okay, even though they're not. And like that, that itself is so dangerous, especially when you're like trying to form relationships and like yeah. trying to form friendships. Because people, like, I feel like I didn't want I didn't want to be in a place where like y'all were becoming friends with someone that wasn't me, and that's why I was like I was so struck on trying to to get myself together find out exactly like how I could value myself and how I could like like begin to love my successes and things like that and also know like that we're all in like a process and so like it what we're going through right now and what we're dealing with now is not going to be what we're like what we're dealing with like two five years from now even one year from now like literally like we're in a completely different like like way of life and things and, and things like that and i was just like i had to like realize that it was it was a process and that like, this was going to this felt bad at now it felt like i didn't have any success it felt like i was struggling and everything but to be honest like i was learning a lot about myself like i was learning a lot about myself a lot of tears it was a lot of like self-reflection um and i'm a christian so it was a lot of like praying and asking god to like help me through this process and I like I had to figure all that out and I'm kind of glad that I like I kind of felt like I'm kind of glad I did that part on my own because it made me kind of dissociate myself from comparing myself to other people. Mm-hmm. But that's a whole thing. Anyway, but yeah, it's 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 a whole thing. That's so wild. It's a I was whole literally thing. I w- y'all don't think of me as a horrible person but like i was in my own world and that's like <laughs> we were all dealing with the like we were all dealing with our own stuff. No, for real. But yeah. the thing is like I was just like Ooh, I got college friends. Like, I would spend hours in your room just bothering the heck out of you. I'd be like, bring what you up to. I, see, that's like, the thing, though. I would never be bothered. Like, I would never be bothered that people were around me. And I just you, felt like I needed to muffle my own and self. And you would never kick us out. Like, I'm pretty sure, like, you felt times where you're just like, okay, I'm trying to be alone by myself. How do I tell her to leave? And I'm just like, on your bed, about to take a nap. Like, <laughs> y'all, I took naps in her room. <laughs> 
this poor girl, she probably just wanted to be by herself with no. her thoughts. And I was There's... like, let me come on over and have a sleepover next door. No, but for the most part, if I did want to be alone, though, I would tell you. I like sometimes. Yeah. Like, there's sometimes. But like if it was see, that's the thing also with me. Like I have like a hard time figuring out what, what I need. Yeah. And so even though like I never wanted to just kick y'all out. Like that you was should have. I mean, probably. We don't know how to take a hit. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that's probably, but I had to like that's one thing I also had to learn. I was like, okay, like right now, like I need yeah. I need to be alone, but some like there's part of me that was like, okay, like you don't need to do that. Like you love your friends, you like hanging out with your friends, like have your friends. And I'm like, okay, bet. And it was like I would kind of just like dismiss what I needed just because I like I love being around y'all and I love y'all and stuff. And so it's like that. That's the whole thing. Learn what you need and and act accordingly, everyone. But it's <laughs> crazy how like two different situations like. Because like the thing is, mm. I didn't face any imposter syndrome in our suite because mm. I was like they're all not calling my friends failures like if but like if i was struggling they were struggling with me so Mm -hmm. it kind of felt like okay we all have like a common ground you know what i mean but like i guess i can like kind of see it from like your perspective with us being like in a higher like chemistry level than you and us like i don't know like i can see it with like you feeling like oh my god i'm like not as successful as them because like mm. i haven't like taken all these courses but like at the mm. same time in my mind i'm like oh my god we're failing these courses <laughs> like- <laughs> y'all like i'm telling you it's like two different it's, it's very you- two it's too different in a way, you were yeah. like looking up at us you were like oh my god you're doing so well i'm so yeah. proud of them and we're like fighting for our lives and like the freaking fighting for our lives <laughs> Okay, with like kind of kind of bringing it bringing it back. So <laughs> I, <laughs> I'm sorry, we were fighting for our lives, y'all. <laughs> we would be sobbing in our hallways. <laughs> Penelope would turn on K-pop in her room to drown out her crying, and we would just awkwardly stand there and be like, "Do we go talk to her?" Yeah, yo, do you remember that? Yo, yo, I'm telling y'all, y'all getting the very like inside. We gotta have them on this podcast. No, for real, like sweet chronicles, sweet chronicles, (laughs) because the way the way we have some stories. But anyway, getting back to um, getting back to everything, and so no, you're good. Like one thing I also wanted to mention that even during that time, like after that time, I had like a little shift. Oh. And it was like it was a little shift in like my perspective. And I wanted to say this because like for all of you guys who are like experiencing imposter syndrome now, like I want you I want to encourage you that you it, this is not something that you have to be stuck in. And there's like there's a there's a possibility and there's like a hope that you can find like value and find a sense of identity within yourself that does not ha- end to you comparing yourself and t- and feeling all these like um, really, really intense emotions when it comes to, you know, imposter syndrome. Like it's something that we experience, but it does not have to be our entire life experience. And I remember for me, after like getting to that point where I was like, okay, like I, you know, we were we were struggling. I was I was feeling all the bits of that. I started like thinking about things that I do love. Like I love, like I'm, I love reading. I love writing. I love my campus ministry. I started doing a ton of things in my campus ministry. And so now it's just like, every time I even think about me having imposter syndrome, I'm like, okay, you might not excel like these other people in like all these classes, but you are, you are acting and walking in your purpose and what you truly feel passionate about and so therefore like you're good like keep doing that and you're going to end up exactly where you need to be and I feel like with that shift of perspective I genuinely feel like I'm way more content now I'm not going to say like everything is always happy happy joy joy because it's not (laughs) we were crying last week (laughs) as you should as you should but like it's now it's just like there's a contentment that I have because I'm like okay like I might not be doing all the things that everyone else is doing, but I I feel very content with the things that I'm doing now. Um, and yeah, I don't know. Do you you have any last thoughts before we wrap it up? Um, I don't know. Like I haven't had like my big revelation yet mm. because like I'm still facing like you call it symptoms effects we'll call it effects i'm still facing like effects of imposter syndrome and stuff because like 
again with like being pre-med like I've always had this like one track mindset of like Mm. okay four years college and then after that four years medical school and then like three years residency like wherever Mm -hmm. like life takes me but like slowly I started to learn that my mindset is not wherever life takes me it's like I wanted to follow this strict pathway Mm. and like parts of me I'm like still struggling with the fact that like my pathways kind of changed Mm. to where like now I'm taking like one or two gap years but then it's kind of like okay I've come to terms with the fact that I'm gonna need to take gap years before I end up like in med school or PA school because then that's like a whole other battle I'm facing it's a matter of like okay now what am I gonna do during these gap years Mm. you know what I mean yeah so it's kind of like I'm facing imposter syndrome with like people who are doing the one track mind that I wanted to do mm. where like they immediately like are going to medical school, which is like what I initially wanted to do mm. with now I'm like facing a new battle with like other people who are also doing gap years, but then they're going to be successful in those gap years. And I'm like, okay, mm. you know, it's a, it's a whole thing. It's it's the comparison thing. Again. It's literally such a comparison thing. Yeah. And that's something that I'm like working on, but it's like difficult to work on when you're still like surrounded by people yeah. who are causing you to feel this way. Not blaming them, like, yeah. at all in any way. Like, I'm proud of my friends. Like, I'll praise their successes and everything. Yeah. It's just, like, when it's, like, all, ooh, <laughs> my bad. Um, when it's, like, all that you see every day, it's kind of, like, difficult to, like, get yourself to snap out of that mindset. Because, mm. like, this is, like, your future. This is, like, essentially, like. And it means a lot to you. Yeah, yeah. no, literally. So, it's kind of, like. <sighs> it's Okay. I'm you sobbing did. once again. Like, <laughs> it's okay. When we were talking about sweetmates earlier, I calmed down a bit and I was like, mm-hmm, that's right. Let's get growing up now. Um, oh, sorry, you guys. I'm saying you guys. I don't I don't know who's listening to this. No, you guys. Uh, <laughs> everyone, girl. Everybody. Use whatever. Miss girl. Okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's kind of like, I don't know. I don't have like any like advice or like... Mm things to like make whoever's listening like feel better about their situation because at yeah. the same time I don't feel great about my situation mm. so it's kind of like I did this to let them know that it's like hey there are other people out there mm. who are like still going through what you're possibly going through like mm-hmm. I don't know everyone's like personal situation but it's like yeah. sharing mine and being like hey I'm still feeling it don't worry like I may seem like I have it put together with like research two majors and a minor like Mm -hmm. having like a job on top of that like it may seem like Mm -hmm. i have like my crap together but i i genuinely do not Mm -hmm. and that's something i'm working on um and that's okay to say that it's okay to be like not it's okay to not have it all together but i think what brings such bravery and courage is your willingness to share it even though you don't have it together like like I feel like that kind of just punches imposter syndrome right in the face because imposter syndrome kind of teaches you that you have to like meet like you 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 have to be something that like or you have to feel like you're you are something that you rather not or that you are but you just don't believe you are and so I feel like with you being so brave enough like brave enough to actually just like say that that's so freeing and you're y'all so that's sweet. I'm but I'm being so serious though like um that's a whole that's a whole thing to celebrate on its own, yeah. you know, like you might feel like you're going through and this might pertain, pertain to a lot of you guys, but you might feel like like you're going through the really, really tough, hard parts of it. But even doing something as simple, like that could quote unquote seem as simple, but it's very, very hard as like saying it and saying like, okay, I'm struggling with this, but I'm still like, you know, I'm, I'm going to talk about this. I'm going to try and yeah. I'm going to like hope for like better for myself and for better for my mind and my mental health that's that's a success that is victory and i will like we will we'll take that <laughs> we will take that and i'm just like it's not going to be like this up like oh i'm on the roller coaster up i'm never coming down like no, that's exactly what it feels like, like and i know like 10 years from now i'm gonna be like oh my god i'm so proud of like who I am now, where I'm at now. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't even remember like a single grade I got for whatever freaking class I was struggling in. But it's like the point of like trying to get to that point. You know what I mean? Trying to get to the point of where like I'm happy and like where I'm at and like I'm successful in whatever that I'm doing Mm -hmm. and like I enjoy it obviously. But it's like, I don't don't know. Yeah. I don't yeah. freaking know. Yeah. I feel like we That's where we are. <laughs> That's where we are. I feel like we know it's just it's so hard to like put it into words sometimes. Yeah. Cause it's 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 a it's a real thing. And it affects so many parts of our lives. It affects 
like you were talking a lot about how it affects your your decisions to like what you want to do as far as like extracurriculars and even academics or how you even feel about those but also just how you feel like as a person um and for me i was talking a little bit about how it affected my relationship with my friends and things like that and so it could affect so many different areas of your life but i guess to like from someone who feels a little bit more like a little better about it now um I truly feel like at the end of it, at the, at the core of it, a lot of it has to do with value and how we value ourselves and what we value in our lives. And I encourage you guys to answer that question how, however you feel fit, but really take an introspective, like, is that a word? Introspect, whatever. I really, think so. I think, I think so too. I don't know what we're, college We're going to go with word. it. It's a word. <laughs> we're going to make it a word. But like really take a good look at yourself, who you are, are you are you happy with who you are? Are you happy with what you're doing? Mm. Do you feel content with yourself? Like, do you do you like yourself? Ooh. Like, that's a good mm. that's a good question. Yeah. Do you like yourself? If you if you were standing outside of yourself as someone else, would you want to be friends with yourself? Like things like that. Like take take a good look at who you are, answer those questions, and then take a look at the things that surround you and be like, okay, even though everything else might look different or contrary to what I'm doing or what is core to me, I still know myself and I feel firm in myself that I can be able to go out into this world that is very different from me and still feel like I am whole, still feel like I am like, I am doing okay and I'm successful because I know that, you know? And again, it's not going, it's not going to be like this, you know, I, I'm only going to be up from here. Like you're going to have some, you're going to have some downs. Sometimes you are go literally going to be in the pit. It's nothing but down. <laughs> That's okay. That's Carry right. on. It's okay. But we'll, we'll hope for tomorrow. We'll hope for tomorrow. Whew. Yeah. Ooh. That, that is, I guess that we'll end it there. It's a good easy. Um, that's a, I know. So this is a good way to, to, to end it out. But thank you so much for coming to the podcast. Mr. Yeah. Olivia Wongi. I, this was honestly such a great, like, I, I could not be happier. With I don't think you guys understand. Like when I heard Brie was doing a podcast, I immediately like invited myself to do this. <laughs> like she wasn't like, Olivia, you want to come be on it? I was like, Brie, can I be on it? <laughs> like, <laughs> I was like, right off the bat, I was like, I want to be a guest speaker. I was like, sure. What do you want to talk about? She was like, can we talk about imposter syndrome? <laughs> like, I, I already had a plan for all of this. Right, but I'm so but glad, though. I'm me, so glad. So I hope this got, like, I hope this services you that's the whole point of this podcast the yeah. whole point is to be able to listen and sit down with two different perspectives or just to sit down with like any type of perspective and take that conversation into your own lives into your own families into your own friendships and things like that and so if this is a conversation that you need to have with someone or even with yourself to be honest then have that conversation with them be vulnerable be able, like with a trusted person of course um be able to have that conversation with yourself and others because ultimately that's how things get quote-unquote better or we see progress mm -hmm. you know um and so yeah i i hope that this helps y'all rather if it's just like you know again feeling like you have someone or you know someone who is going through the same thing or if it just encourages you to have hope for your tomorrow like in whatever way I hope this services you and we thank you so much for for listening. So thank you for listening. Bye y'all. Have a good one. <laughs>